queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. All right, well, TakeOver just ended, ending a crazy-ass weekend of wrestling. But before we jump into all of that, if y'all are familiar with the show, uh, us with EDF Sports Wrestling Department, we love to do predictions. Kayla, I think we, I think you have a winner. As always, these results go back and forth, tied for third, tied for second, tied for first. Um, back-to-back, it literally came down to the last two matches like who was going to win on takeover and as you all know our texas sports queen cat has been undefeated at 2-0 for the last two pay-per-views the final results are in in fifth place is kc number four is pinto beans number three is jolie number two is cat and at number one is reggie so damn you reggie (laughs) so congratulations reggie um i'll be getting in touch with you and get your um package sent out to you so congratulations you broke the texas sports queens record yeah i'll deal with you later bud no (laughs) what really honestly what really got jolie and reggie up there is they both said flair and then when And then what kind of just started going downhill is when he started getting Raquel and all that stuff up there. So, yeah. So TakeOver pretty much killed everybody. (laughs) Let me ask you this. Did it come down to the tiebreaker? No. Oh, it did not? Okay. Yeah, because you picked Cross. uh, You picked Joe. I picked picked Joe. Yeah, that's how it was. I picked Cross. Yeah, because at the right move before we went into – when we went into uh, the last match – Cat and Jolie was tied at second place with 11. Reggie had already had 12. Ah, so, for some, so I told, you know, when I told Jolie that she needed to fall and pray that Cross retained, that would have tied her and Reggie at 12 and the tiebreaker would have had to come in place. Ah, so I was screwed no matter what. Yeah, you, you, were, you were lingering in third place no matter what, who defending, but then... Damn you, Charlotte! And then when uh, Cross lost, you said Joe, so that brought you up the two and dropped Jolie, and Reggie just kind of floated right there. Which, in reality, he would have meant he would have still won because the match was seven minutes. We uh, seven minutes and eleven seconds for Goldberg, and the closest one to that was he picked five minutes, so he would have won oh, either way. So I would, so I, I was screwed no matter what. Okay. But hey, congratulations. Um, like I also said, we're going to start throwing in other pay-per-views from other brands, still continue to do WWE. So, hey, it's possible. Anybody can win. 
Yeah, congrats, Reg. I guess I can't win them all, and uh, don't worry. The queen will be back. All right, well, speaking of the... Uh, 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 see, now I'm, now I'm frazzled. <laughs> now I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, well, speaking uh, about the end of TakeOver, we have a new NXT champion, the first ever three-time NXT champion with Samoa Joe. And... Uh, I know I'm, I'm going to give Kayla a minute to kind of calm down because she already said on the text message she was about to rant. Um, so, uh, Jolie Florgers. Uh, fuck you, Cross, for losing, you bastard. <laughs> um, I'm actually kind of disappointed. I mean, I'm happy for Joe. I really am. But at the same time, I think it would have been a lot better to keep it on cross if, if he does transition over the main roster over to raw um it keeps that mystique that he's this all-powerful person and then but uh, like we uh, were stated before that you know what was missing what's been missing from him is scarlet and I, like again i think this goes back to what i talked about a couple weeks ago that she's gonna have this complete you know you know he's he's frazzled he gets angry more he doesn't have that calming death angel by his side so I just, yeah. So I just, I just feel like you know, hopefully whatever she's doing right now, when she comes back, it'll help him center, be more focused. Um, I was kind of disappointed because you know if when Joe won and then Walter lost, I really wish Walter came out to have a face off with Joe, saying, "All right, I'm coming for that title next," but. I was thinking about it even more. I think that maybe they're going to be actually moving Walter uh, Raw or SmackDown just because of the fact that he has such a presence about him with him and Carrie. And I feel those two guys need to move on to the roster completely um, and let some of these newer guys and let Joe be the leader for these newer guys to help guide them because you can't have a better guy like Joe leading that locker room with especially with the way they want to revamp it and make it different and maybe bring it back to its roots. And that's something that Joe knows a lot about. So I think that they went with the best guy in the end, despite the fact me picking cross, because again, like I just felt that he would have been that much more of a mystique powerhouse. But other than that, uh takeover did not disappoint. There was no matches that I was not fully invested in. I mean, I did pause to go to the bathroom during one of them and then fast forward if just to see what happened because um, it was only 30 seconds that was the adam cole it was like right right before kyle pinned him okay so it's like i i drink water so <laughs> i'm so tired sorry if i sound drunk i'm not drunk i'm just i'm exhausted it, after thursday off friday worked last night and we were busy all fucking day and i was in pain all fucking night and like my knee locked up multiple times it just it's so hard to get comfortable when your knee's in pain Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. so you know i'm just i'm just drained and yeah it's been a lot of wrestling that's actually been what's causing the drainage and i think we'll go into a little bit more in depth later as to why i am this drained because the toxicity is it's it's a festering wound and it needs to be lanced badly right yeah we'll definitely definitely get all that for sure all right kayla 
Go ahead, mama. <laughs> um, I will say congratulations to Samoa Joe for becoming the first ever three-time NXT champion. Um, if you can't, I know y'all can't see me right now, but I just literally just rolled my eyes on that. But uh, she did, she did. <laughs> um, anyway, I kind of agree with Jolie a little bit, saying that you know, keeping Cross as the champion and bring him to the main roster because we have stated that he wanted to do all three band, uh, all three brands as champion. Him losing, it, it might have a lot to do with Scarlet not being there because yes, the Angel of Doom has, you know, been a big part of him since he came. Um. Bongo, not necessarily. I don't know what his future is on the main roster or what his future is now. But I will say this. Nick Khan, whoever the hell you are that thinks you can just start deleting people off the roster because they're not at a certain height or they're not, you know, whatever you got going on. But you bring Cross to the main roster and you destroy him, I'm going to destroy you. And that's called losing the WWE as a fan because he is one of my absolute favorites. And I don't want to see somebody so dominant just come to the roster and just fall and pray himself. He shouldn't be falling or praying to his own song. So just be careful with him. Take care of him because I want to see him continue to dominate. And honestly, I know we'll get into this later, but. Um, I will say this, if I honestly had to pick for carrying cross to knock someone off their fucking high horse on the main roster, there's actually two people that comes to mind. One of them, he needs to take out MVP so he can be one-on-one with Bobby Lashley. And the second head of the table, I'd like to see him knock some pegs down off of Roman Reigns too. Enough said. Oh. If, if, if we're going to get in a Nick Khan timeout, <laughs> listen, here, listen here, motherfucker. Listen here, motherfucker. I've been a fan. I've been a fan since 1986. So you can't say, well, you're new school, old school. No, fuck you. There is only one school, and it's wrestling school. And what you're doing ain't wrestling no more, buddy. What you're doing is trying to create a product. I get that you want to make money. You made a billion dollar deal with uh, Peacock. Cool. Good job. But that's all you've done. You've what you've gone after that is ruined a great product. Yes, it was kind of lacking with the storylines because you don't know how to fucking write them because you don't listen to the fans. The one time that you listen to the fans, everybody got pissed off. So then you stopped listening to the fans and everybody got pissed off again. So I understand your conundrum on that one. But please, for the love of fucking God, do not make Raw four hours. It's, I know, it, right? <laughs> if anything, something about SmackDown eight hours. I mean, come on. It's on Fox. <laughs> Fox. Fox won't let that happen, but I'll tell you this right now. The fact that Fox has got Brock and Becky, USA has got to be fucking pissed. So good job on that one for the Fox deal, got to say. Yeah. But but I will say this, dude. NXT, if you want to go back to what NXT was about, I'm all for it. I'm all for it being gritty. I'm all for it being what it was back when you had FCW, when you had the starts of Roman Reigns, Bray Wyatt. Seth at Rollins, Becky Lynch, Charlotte, Alexa. Those are your roots. Mm-hmm. Learn how to fucking use what you started then. Use it again. F- find those roots again. Tap into your local indies. Yes. Like CCW. Oh, yeah. There's some great talent down there, bro. Mm-hmm. So 
pull your head out of your ass because it's not all about money because money comes and goes. And this is something that I brought up with somebody else in a different thing. And the bitches and complaints about WWE and the storytelling. And they don't know how to storytell. Yes, they fucking do. You just have to fucking really. Like, they had to say, oh, we don't long-term, long-term, long-term storytell. They fucking long-term term storytold with that Roman Reigns Cena feud. That has been edging Seth seven years in the fucking making. So mm-hmm. don't tell me they don't fucking long-term. Right. Motherfuckers. But like I said to this person. When people don't like a product, they will start turning off the product. Now, you do have the toxic jackasses that watch a product just to put down a product, but don't realize that by watching the product, they're actually giving the product ratings. Yeah, I I find that fucking hilarious. So, you know, you want to keep people, fix your product. Mm -hmm. Plain and simple. I apologize for the tangent. Let's move back on to TakeOver. Okay. I blame the I, I blame the boss lady for that one. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you see, we're usually blaming you for stuff though, Jolly. That's like a switch. <laughs> like I said, I'm off my game today. But wait, 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 wait till we get to something later, and then I'm not going to shut the fuck up. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. That's so we I'm... might, so we might want to get our piece in before we let her go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so uh, takeover. We also had the end of the uh, Adam Cole Kyle O'Reilly saga. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly came out on top, uh, two falls out of three. So the question is, because no one knows, no news has been broken. There's rumors back and forth. We don't know. Kayla, in your opinion, or from what you know or what you've read, what's next for Adam Cole? Raw. SmackDown or AEW? Um, I will. I just want to jump on it. That Matt, that that final was amazing. Um, yeah. absolutely loved how Adam Cole goes. Hey, I'm just going to handcuff you to the Cajun rope, man. You ain't gonna get you know get past me. Guess what? Kyle outsmarted him. Um, you both tear up both all three matches. Unfortunately, I missed the first count because I was putting my laundry in the washer. So I had to ask my girls, you know, hey, who won the first? Was it Cole? Or like, no, Kyle did. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, um, but no, I did watch the other two, tore it up. Um, as far as Adam Cole goes, um, I really can't say. I don't, you know, he could go to Raw. He can go to SmackDown because I've known he's always said, you know, in interviews and stuff, he wants more competition. Um, he wants, you know, to build more momentum up. But then again, you just got a wonderful Dr. Britt Baker DMD that keeps putting posts out there that he might be joining her in AEW. So um, if he does, more power to him. Um, I mean, great for you. You get to, you know, get to be with Britt Baker. Um, so honestly, wherever Cole goes, wherever it may be, he's got my support. He's grown on me, you know, over the past few years that he's been there in NXT. He's one hell of a wrestler. So if he goes to Raw, SmackDown, AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor, New Japan, whatever, I mean, whatever makes him happy, he's got my support. So, I mean, I can't I can't really give you an answer where he may go. I mean, it's up to him. If he wants to stay in WWE, stay in WWE. Go wherever where you want to go. Where do you see him going, though? If I really had to take a guess... I could I probably say maybe get a shot at AEW just so he can be closer to Britt Baker because he's always been backstage with every event and stuff that they had so 
you know, what's an opportunity, you know, for him to get over there. So, right. And, uh, Cody, I love you to death, bud, but please, I know you're kind of trying to find your brain and your senses after that use of black mass kick from Malachi black, not once, but twice. Um, please. If Adam Cole comes there, please do not let him go through you, please. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Not so. <laughs> Jolly. Okay. So like that match was amazing. All I love the the sneakiness of Cole using the handcuffs and looking for the key. Which I thought it would have been funny if Kyle had the key in his shorts. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like I was waiting for him to like start fishing for it and I'd be like, the fuck? But he didn't so. But I thought that was ingenious. They 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 tore the roof down. That wasn't a fantastic match. Where would I like Cole to go. Honestly, SmackDown. I want him to feud with Pat McAfee some more. That is just fucking gold. And I think having him on SmackDown um, to be a thorn in the side of Roman Reigns would be very interesting because of the fact he is small. He's like Finn Balor. He doesn't give up. He's tenacious. He's a fucking chihuahua with the mentality of a pit bull. I mean, I'm I I'm same because everybody says he's quote unquote short. He's not. He's around six foot. But still, like he's small compared to Roman and the Usos. Right. But I, I think it'd be very interesting, you know, if they do bring him over to SmackDown, teaming him up with Finn Balor, since they are technically OG Bullet Club, um, and having them go against the Usos, you know, just try to fight them off. I think that'd be just something brilliantly that they could do, to be perfectly honest. Um, but other than that, if he goes to AEW, whatever, uh, don't mean shit to me again. AEW does nothing for me and that sucks you know that I can't like that company because of the way that the elite runs it I can't like that company because of the way they let their fans just do whatever the fuck they want they don't try to stop the toxicity again WWE doesn't try to stop it either but you know what AEW says they're trying to change the game but they're not changing anything they're just adding to the fuel of toxicity that's amongst the internet wrestling community they don't do anything to combat the transphobic nature that some of the, the a lot of the majority of their fans feel. They don't try to stop some of the hatred and bias that goes on in any of the stuff that they do. Again, WWE doesn't, but again, WWE has never really tried, but they do do programs, be a star. They're big in Special Olympics. They're big with kids. They're big with a lot of other things. You know, don't be a bully, be a star. So they, they actually do things to try to combat some of the bullshit of, you know, the toxicity of the world. Um, I mean, I remember just even with the whole fucking Saudi thing, I think what they're doing, even though, yes, it is blood money, but you know what? Seeing those girls' faces, watching Natalia and um, Lacey fight, and then Naomi and Bailey. Lat was two years ago? Yeah, two years. They didn't do it last year. Did they? No. COVID. Okay. Oh, I'm thinking of that India show that they had late last year. Yeah. I knew they did something overseas. I just couldn't put my finger on it. But, you know, again, and then now they're saying that there's going to be even more women's matches for this. Well, hell, because it's like on the promo itself. You had Bianca, you had Charlotte, you had Sasha. And they'll most likely add Becky. Asuka, 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 yeah. And they'll most likely add Becky to that now. So, you know, it's, again, it. it, I go off on tirades. I can't help it. AEW just rubbed me the wrong fucking way this weekend. But anyway, um, yeah, so if Cole goes over there, I do agree with... um, with Kayla on this one, not for him to be a punching bag for Cody Rhodes, you know, welcome to the elite, you have to go through me. <laughs> right. Bullshit. Um, don't get me wrong. Again, 
I respect the hell out of Cody. I just think it's completely stupid and biased that everybody's got to go through him. Everybody doesn't have to go through Vince or Triple H. They didn't have to do that. Nobody had to go through Stephanie to come in and wrestle. <laughs> Nobody to come through fucking Shane McMahon. Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, yesterday wrestle, yeah, was Stephanie a champion? Yeah, but that was during a fucking great storyline. So whatever. But my point is, you know, if Cole goes in there, I, I would honestly love to see him team up with Tamatanga and go. Um, actually, I don't want him going to All Elite. You know what? I want him to go fucking New Japan. I want him teaming up with Tama. I want him to see him going after the of, of the elite, going after the good brothers. I want to see that bullshit. I want to see that fire. I want to see that. I don't want to see him being a fucking puppet in, uh, in all AEW, being, you know, fodder for guys like Malachi Black and for Darby Allen and for CM Punk and for Cody. You know, I, I don't want, I, I think he'd be misused there to be perfectly honest because they yeah. have guys exactly like him over there. I think if he was going to go anywhere, he would thrive in New Japan. I know I took yeah. the long way to get there, but <laughs> I have uh, great but, stories. Of course. Now, the only thing that worries me about him not staying with WWE is because he went off on his Twitch channel saying his channel's not going anywhere. So it's like, unless he made like a special deal with Vince and uh, Triple H and everything. I don't know if I don't know how his channel works as far as like if it's monetized or not. But um from what I know, every Twitch channel can be monetized. Um and I'm pretty sure like him and when Dakota or Mia used to stream, all of their money, all their revenue went to charities. So he okay. could be doing the same exact thing. He might have to slow down on the the streams because he does stream a lot. I do follow him. Yeah. But you know, st- Paige is still a part of the WWE and she streams. I mean, I yeah, know she's so not active. So, I mean, I, I, I don't get the whole Twitch stream thing. I don't understand the, 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 I get that they don't want them making money. They're supposed to be there to wrestle. Understandable. Right. But, you know, but if, and that's why everybody's like, oh, he's all elite. He's all elite. All elite. No, not. Y'all I don't am. know what him and confirmed. fucking. He... Exactly. And as far, okay. As far as like where I would like to him to go, um, SmackDown would actually make more sense because it, like you said, Jolie, it's like, he's got the whole thing with that um, Pat McAfee, who's been dogging him this entire week. And also like he tweeted out like in support of Kyle tonight. And then like yesterday on SummerSlam, he was like going talking about takeover just to see Adam Cole lose. So it's like, number one, it's like, if he goes to SmackDown, it's like those two are going to be at each other's throats constantly. And then also, I've seen a lot of things online about him possibly um, uh, working or like going against uh, Shinsuke for the Intercontinental title. That would be yeah. killer. There's so many. Like I said, I think that there's more options in the WWE in, in on Raw and SmackDown for him to have better matches. You, you I would love to see him versus AJ. Um, you know, he still kind of has a beef with Kevin Owens for teaming up with Ciampa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, him versus Corbin. If he ever gets his act together. Oh, yeah. speaking of Corbin, I know you're making money, bud, because you're in the damn Applebee's commercial. Enough said. <laughs> I think I think he made those though before this whole uh on broke shtick. He still has enough money. I know, right? Uh oh, go ahead, Jolly. I'm trying to think who else like you got Shinsky, you got Boogs. There's so many, I think there's so many more opportunities for him to have a better Keith. Keith is on Raw. Keith is there's not a trap a fish- coming up. Well, until the draft happens, he's not on SmackDown yet. I mean, again, that'd be a great match too. So there, there's plenty of opportunities. So 
<laughs> I lost my train of thought. That's okay. Lordy, lordy. Um, all right. So before we swing into the rest of the weekend, so <sighs> Jolie, give me uh, give me some of your takeaways from the rest of uh, Takeover because, like you said, the whole show did not disappoint, and so it's just like, go ahead. All right, I believe LA Knight is bound to either Raw or SmackDown. I think that this was his swan song, which it's okay to go out the way that he did. He was never meant to be on NXT for too long, I don't believe, because he's that much of a star. I would love his um, brashness, his cockiness to go to Smack, to actually to Raw, because I like to see him, you know, try to talk um, and out talk MVP. That's my my pick for that. So I was actually happy that Cameron Grimes, who's actually become a very good face right now, I kind of love his little cockiness, but I'm I'm really digging him now, which is scary, Mister Captain Caveman. <laughs> um. Ilya, I am so happy he beat Walter. I thought that match made me hurt. Um, uh, his chest looked like ground beef. And seeing Walter tap was absolutely amazing. You know, it's nice to see large men be fallible. And again, you know, even with Cross losing tonight, it's the same thing. You know, these indestructible men, they can lose. They are beatable. But then they come back stronger. and They, they run roughshod over everybody. So... Again, that's another five-star match. That was actually, to me, the match of the night, to be perfectly honest. Uh, possibly match of the year candidate next to the triple threat or the triple layer match of uh, Adam and Kyle. I thought both matches were absolutely fantastic. And then uh, if this was the swan song of uh, Dakota Kai, having her come up to Raw or SmackDown, hopefully Raw, because SmackDown now has three new rosters members. So... um technically four if you count tony um yeah she she's she would uh put a fire under so many people's asses up there and i could see her maybe hooking up with shana uh since they do have the outside uh connections i could see her even you know with Rhea. um meaning of the minds you know don't trust you don't trust you but you know we've got nobody else to trust Let's, you know, watch each other's backs here since, you know, Rhea technically is on an island of herself. Uh, so, and the, the surprise of Kaylee Ray. That, dude, when her music hit, I was like, oh, hell yes, shit's going to pop off. So, you know, props to, if, to take over. They proved once again that they know how to put on a goddamn good show, Nick Khan. So sit down, shut the fuck up, and leave NXT the fuck alone. All right. Um, I told my husband, I never thought I'd be so happy for Cameron Grimes and rooting for Cameron Grimes. Cause it's like, I've been annoyed with his ass for like the longest time. And I know like DiBiase got involved in everything, but I was like, so fucking happy he won. Um, yeah, number, I was, uh, shocked with Kaylee Ray after Raquel retained and everything. So I'm dying to see where that went. Ilya and Walter. Holy shit. America. I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> because that was like absolutely crazy and his chest was like unbelievable it was just like crazy man and so it's just like the whole night was just absolutely amazing and it was just like what a way to end this damn crazy ass weekend of wrestling kayla um walter and Drenganoff, i mean that match was awesome totally um like jolie stated it made you hurt you know it's like oh my gosh you know because you could just feel the hit 
you know, chest chops and everything. And then Jolie sent in the text saying he needs a new spine. I mean, he, Walter was tearing him up, but um, seeing Walter that's held the title for 890 some days tap out to him was amazing. That was an amazing match. Mm-hmm. Um, they tore it up. Um, I do have to agree with Jolie. That's definitely would have been the match of the night. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Um, hopefully we do. I'm excited to see what Dakota has next for her. But then at the end of the match, Raquel kind of gets a little cocky, like, Haha, I beat you. And then Kaylee Ray's music hits and she comes out and it's just like, my next. mom goes, yep. And uh, my mom goes, who's that? I said, Kaylee Ray. Well, who's Kaylee Ray? And I said, the longest reigning NXT UK Women's Champion. Well, why is she here? Uh, she's coming over. Oh, so I don't think she's <laughs> impressed yet. So, ah, but um, tell her to go on YouTube, right? But cannot believe I'm saying this. Uh oh, it kind of burns my tongue a little bit to say it. Like you said, Cat, you never thought you'd be saying this, but I was so glad that Cameron Grimes went through the moon and you know won. Um, it was great how Ted, the referee, gave the title back to Ted. Ted slid it back in there. The ref run back over to Cameron, and he's sitting there trying to choke out L.A. Knight. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, like Jolie said, Captain Caveman, um, you've grown on me a little bit. Oh, yeah, that burns. Um, but no, congratulations. You got definitely got the respect of Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. Um, above all, um. NXT killed it. NXT TakeOver kills it every time, so that's enough it, said. And like Jolie said, Nick Khan, leave NXT the fuck alone. It's funny hearing you two talk, like, you know, about Cameron Grimes in a positive way when I've actually been, like, even when he was a heel, I've always been hype on the dude. Like, <laughs> even, like, you know, I, I I affectionately call him Captain Caveman, like, even though it's, like, using it as, like, <laughs> negative, but, like, still, you know, the dude has skills, and I think what draw what drew me to him is that you know he and I both fell in love with the same tag team, and he's from the same area as the Hardy Boys. So you know it's like you find stupid things to like. Yeah, he's a dickhead heel, but the dude is awesome. So I think that's like kind of like why I like the guy. I, I feel that especially with Ted DiBiase and knowing and meeting DiBiase myself, just man is a fucking legend and for grimes to work with a legend like that while it's not andrade and flair it's still fucking cool mm-hmm. yeah so it's just like we'll see where everything goes from here all right so before we leave uh leave nxt and everything uh this tuesday finals of the breakout tournament you both said before you y'all are going with carmelo hayes all the way are y'all sticking with that 100 percent Carmelo Hayes has has it. I think he's the one that can slay the behemoth. All right. Kayla? I'm still sticking with it. Um, what is the other dude's name? Odyssey Jones. Okay. Um, Jones, I, I think Hayes has got it because I hate to say it because, yeah, Jones may be the bigger man, but Carmelo Hayes, he's he's smaller, he's quicker, and he's faster. So I think Hayes has got it all the way. Okay. Uh, personally, I'm torn, so I really can't make a decision. <laughs> I like it because I like them both. I do too, but I'm just saying, I think Hayes, I think Hayes has got it. 
especially. I think, I think I'm leaning more towards Hayes and everything, but it's just like, it's, it's hard for me because I do like them both. I mean, I know he did lose his match when he had against Adam Cole, but Adam Cole had to work for that win. It was not handed to him. Oh, no. So, I- yeah. And since in this tournament, he's lit it up. So, yeah, I'm sticking with it. Definitely. <laughs> All right. SummerSlam. All right, let's get this over with. Let's get this over with. The main talk from SummerSlam, the return of the man, Becky Lynch. A lot of Thank people are, you, Jesus. Hold on, woman. A lot of people were happy she's back, but not in the way that she came back. So they advertise, they've been still advertising Bianca and Sasha for the last week. Bianca comes out. They announced Sasha's not coming, uh, not able to compete. They brought Carmella out. Why? (laughs) Okay, y'all, I know I'm swerving, but damn, not Carmella. And then they brought they brought Bianca, and then they brought Becky out. Becky challenges Bianca and loses, and Bianca loses in seconds. I've seen Kofi references uh comparison comparison with like Kofi and Brock and then how this went down and everything everyone's been all fucking all over the map with it all right who who wants first Kayla do you want to say anything because she you know her she's gonna go off on a tangent I know I I guess but yeah I know I asked but yeah Kayla you want to get anything out of the way yeah let me go ahead and jump in before Jolie just goes on the um 15 minute rant um (laughs) (laughs) um See, I get the fin- middle finger. With love. Anyway, the finger with, with love. love. I know she loves me. <laughs> uh, but no, it was at first when that match was going on, it was just like, really? Carmella? Like, what the hell? Come on. You could have given me Liv Morgan. You could have gave us, you know, something else. You know, something. Selena. I was thinking Selena. Selena or, you know, somebody. But Carmella just comes out like that, 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 that. And it was just like, and I looked up my mom and I said, something's up. Something is up because if Sasha's not there, something's up. In that moment, you heard the music. I screamed so loud. I jumped (laughs) up and she came out. I was just like, oh my gosh. And I knew Julie was at work and I wanted to, you know, send in the text. Next thing you know, she's blowing up the text. I'm like, okay, she knows. (laughs) So... (laughs) So it wasn't no. Surprise. I got spoiled, and then I just had to go watch and be <laughs> gone fucked at work. Yeah, it's like her, her friend so, fucked it up. It was just amazing, and then I loved the part where she uh she beat Carmella out of the ring, and she looked at Bianca and goes, "I'll be right back," and gets out of the ring and you know starts attacking her and gave her the challenge. Yes, a lot of people, you know, is upset. You know, it may be a forty-five second match, but is that the fact having Becky back felt amazing. It felt like it's like you have that part of something that's missing from you. And then just hearing her music, seeing her come out, challenge, win, and hold up that title, it felt amazing. Like, it's back. Like, wrestling, you know, WWE is back. Like, because you don't realize how, you know, big part of somebody. And you know, you miss. So it it just felt amazing. So um I can't say enough. Um we've also stated before that, you know, Bianca's also said that she wants to get 
you know, that she wants a chance to pin all four horsewomen in her career. She's already done to Sasha Banks and Bailey. Guess what? She's definitely got beef with the man Becky Lynch now. So, you know, it's another career that, you know, a career history making moment that I'm 100% sure she's going to get. Mm-hmm. And, but um, I wanted to say, fuck you all fans that, you know, saying these nasty little comments um, don't like it because you're the same bitches that bitched two weeks ago that you missed Becky and when she was a champion, but yet she comes back, gets a champion. It's like, no, I didn't want her to get her that way. Make up your fucking mind. Exactly. Hello. Yeah. Make up your fucking mind what you want. And, but I want to say congratulations, Becky. You're back. You look great. Never missed a beat. Um, and it just feels, thank you for bringing your presence. It feels like, you know, alive and, most of all, I'm wearing one of your shirts tonight on our podcast. <laughs> so welcome back, Becky, and congratulations for becoming a three-time SmackDown Women's Champion. Yeah, three SmackDown, four overall. Okay, hold two seconds, Julie, two seconds, I promise. <laughs> my my <other> quick. <laughs> all right, as far as like with the Kofi and Brock and Bianca and Becky comparisons and everything, it's like... It's like uh, they put the title on Brock to set up his feud with Kane. I actually see a story progression out of this one because it's like with the whole, well, with how Sasha was treating her, uh, like Sasha was like ganging up on her. Like we saw like a little bit of a heelish uh, Bianca coming out and everything. And with this and with Becky, it's going to get turned up another notch. So, um, so it's like, let the story play out. Let the story play out. Steven, you're, you you had a theory and you're right up on Twitter. I totally agree with that. And then also with Sasha being out, they had to find a way to knock this one out of the park. You needed a big star. And so, yes, Becky was not originally supposed to come back until October. They had to rush it because of this. So fans need to sit down, shut up, enjoy wrestling and get over it. All right. So that's my spiel. Kayla, you good? Lore is the jesters. All rise. Court is now in session. The Honorable Jester presiding. Proceed. Number one. Bianca Belair is not buried. For those saying that she's buried are ignorant dumbasses who don't understand how stories work. Now, yes, I know WWE has done such a fantastic job, notice the sarcasm, with their storylines as of late. Some of them have gone well. Some of them have fallen flat on their face. Unfortunately, one of those is Nikki A.S.H. We'll get to that later. One of them that was great, Seth and Edge. Beautiful. Roman and Cena. Beautiful. But... To say that somebody is buried and then constantly bring in race and kind of make it seem like Becky Lynch, Rebecca Quinn is racist. Uh Uh-uh. To quote Bianca. Let's start at the top, shall we? let's, Let's hash this all up. Because, yes, Stephen, Stephen said everything a lot more elaborately than what I was saying, but basically my summarized version was there is more to this than you know. Becky has not been seen in a ring since WrestleMania 36. 
Because after WrestleMania 36, she did not wrestle at all. They found out she was pregnant. So they did what they had to do. They said it was a quote-unquote injury until they were made sure that everything was fine and that, that they made plans and contingencies and everything and the like. That's perfect. That's fine. Now, don't forget, Becky wanted to put Shayna over. This is not on Becky. This is on Nikon. This is on Vince. This is on whoever they hire to be stupid fucking creative writers in that department. Next. So we haven't seen Becky in a ring, but we've seen her on Instagram. We've seen her doing dead boy fitness on their channel. This woman, according to Seth and other people, they crossfit until right before she gave birth. There are women saying, how the fuck did she get into shape like that? And I technically called it moment one that she would have been physically fit and ready by the time a Royal Rumble rolled around and definitely when WrestleMania rolled around. Because that's the kind of dedication that Becky Lynch has. And Becky also has not had a very easy 2020. She also lost her father. She didn't get to go to his funeral, I don't believe. And if she did, she had to be very careful doing so because of a baby. So there, there, she has gone through hell this entire time. Because I'm pretty sure she's wanted to see her friend. She's wanted to be backstage, but she can't. Because that's the kind of person that Becky Lynch is. She builds people up. I mean, who was it that was? Well, Lana. Lana, of all people, was saying that Becky was texting her every night. So here you have a superstar at home raising an infant, constantly hyping up her female co-workers. Bianca is not buried. Becky Lynch knows what she's doing. And I'm pretty sure Becky Lynch has a little bit of Roman power. And if she doesn't, she can go to Paul Heyman, who can go to Roman Reigns. Because Paul E. loves Becky. That is a fact. That is not a spoiler. That is not a prediction. That is a motherfucking fact. Becky comes to the ring. First off, Bianca is blown off course because now she's got a face. Carmella, the most beautiful name. Oh, shut the fuck up. And somebody that she's beaten repeatedly. So she's bored. And then you saw her face. Like, that was legit shock. That reminded me of Enzo's expression when the Hardy Boys music hit at WrestleMania 33 in Orlando. That was pure shock, love, and awe. Because here is the one woman that the WWE universe, especially the Deadlies, the man's army, the last kickers have been screaming for, begging for to come back. And some of us hardcore old heads understand storylines, understand how things are going to go. Did it suck that she lost in less than 30 seconds? Okay, yes, it does suck. But here's the thing. Bianca under estimated the man but nobody should ever underestimate the man she's the man for a reason listen up motherfuckers she has not been in a ring she's supposed to have quote-unquote ring rust i mean everybody seems to forget that her husband colby has a wrestling school i mean you know black and the brave 
And there's plenty of times that she's been apparently spotted at the PC. Becky was overlooked by Bianca. Because in her mind, I get to pin another horsewoman. This is going to be easy. She's going to have ring rest. Oh, look, she's extending her hand. Boom, sucker punch. I will tell you this right now. Nature boy Ric Flair would approve of that sucker punch. Because you win by any means necessary. That is why Becky Lynch is a tweener. She's not a heel. She's not a face. She gets cheered like a face, just like Randy Orton does. But Randy is a tweener. He has no good, no bad. He's just Randy Orton. Becky's the same way. She's just Becky. Just like Stone Cold. All three can play so much. And the best thing about Becky is she's 100% KFAB. She will stay in storyline. She will stay in character. Everything online is true, legit character. That's why a lot of us get pissed off when she teases us. Because we want her to come back. We've waited for this. It was fantastic. And I do think they knew maybe a day or two ahead of time just to get that shirt made. But it's easy to make a shirt. I understand that. But still, I think that this was maybe a day or two in the making. So I don't think that this was a retaliation to CM stunky ass. Um, now, the later one, maybe Bianca is going to get her revenge. Bianca will get the title back. Bianca might team up with somebody to go after Becky. Bianca might become a monster fucking heel because she acts like a heel, but she's a face. She uses her braid to cheat. She was a she was a heel in NXT. Let her go back to her roots. Let her be vicious. Let her be the strongest, fastest, meanest. Because she's gonna have to pull an edge and tap into a place of darkness to fight the man. Trust the storyline. Trust Bianca and trust Becky. Because they're the ones putting on the story. And stop insinuating that this is about race because i remember a mexican beating a white man in 11 seconds so it's not really about race it's just you not everything is about race yes there are some things about race yes we know vince can be racist we know there are racists in wwe we know this jackson Riker. we know this but still trust becky and trust Bianca because the negativity is going to get to them more so to Bianca than to Becky she'll see it as you know people supporting her people being there for her but negative comments towards one of her co-workers that happens to have one of the best fan bases in the WWE one of the ones that brings people in that brought a lot of people back into wrestling the one that is was always the underdog who made her own stories, made people care, made people become invested in her. Bianca is not buried. Do not think that and stop with the negativity. Be upset. Okay, that's fine. But let it go. Bianca has because now this is fueling her, not stopping her. When you underestimate somebody and you get beat, you come back and whoop their ass later. Look at Karrion Cross and Jeff Hardy. Karrion underestimated Jeff. There are so many times that this has happened. Hell, 
Charlotte underestimated Nikki a couple weeks ago in that in that street fight match. Nikki beat the shit out of her. Nikki won. When you underestimate somebody, when you think that, oh, this is that, this, that, and you're caught up in the moment, you're going to lose. And that's going to eat at her. You know, that, that's, that's going to get the wheels spinning in Bianca. That's going to make her fired up. That's going to make her hungrier, make her the hungriest to get back to what she rightfully deserves. Maybe this is the spark the women's division needed because all I hear y'all, y'all have done is bitch, moan, and complain. And like I said before, if you don't like the product, there's other channels. Change it. Of course, adjourned. Oh, go ahead, Kayla. No, I saw something on. I know we won't touch this match. Um, on kickoff show was Big Show, not Big Show, Lord. Um, Biggie and Corbin. Oh, yeah. Um, but I do want to say congratulations to Ray Cruz that won the TikTok SummerSlam announcer contest. Oh, yeah. She, she freaking nailed it. Really? Oh, she did I, I awesome. didn't get a chance she to watch it. A, yeah, she did awesome. She did amazing with it. Um, girl, um, if you ain't going to pursue announcing in wrestling later on, please, please do. You nailed it. You did awesome. You even had the emotions and everything around it. I just wanted to point that out to you. She did absolutely amazing. Well, congrats to her. And then congrats to BE for, for getting your briefcase back. And Baron, yes. you're, you're stupid. And I do have to say one thing more about the whole Becky incident and everything. I don't know what the exact tweets were. I don't know what the exact comments were. But whatever assholes in the IWC brought up Rue in this matter, go to hell. Excuse me. I saw a tweet that someone brought up that they, they, they were like saying, don't bring up the baby in this. I don't know exactly what the, the statements were. I don't know exactly what the tweets were and everything, but someone said something that brought up Ruth. You don't bring in family members, plain and fucking simple, especially babies, especially children. Yes. When they're older, like Dominic and Gage, that's different. But I swear to fucking Christ, if anybody keeps talking shit about Becky's child, y'all gonna get these hands. That that children are off fucking limits. Plain and simple. Amen. Off limits. That's oh. bullshit. Complete. Complete, complete, complete. Oh God. Okay. God, the rest of SummerSlam. Shit, where do I start? <clears throat> Yikes. Kayla, help Kayla, help me here. It's like so much happened, so much happened on SummerSlam and everything. Besides besides the where do I start? Where do you want to start? Well, what was everybody's match of the night? Because yeah. I know mine. I know mine. All right. Kayla, what's yours? I'm going raw women's championship. It was probably one of my top. Um I, I, I have to say that that's my second. Um, and Charlotte Stano's gear, fucking on point. <laughs> okay. Now, my match of the night, um, Edge and Seth, hands down. That was a good-ass match. That that was my match of the night, to be perfectly yeah. honest. Um, and the brood entrance! Hello! The brood entrance, and then it going into his song, even though they were out, the, the pyro fucked up, and 
just so people understand, pyro fucks up all the time in stadiums. <laughs> it happens more times than not. <laughs> um, I have been at a game where we literally ran out of fireworks out of pyro because we beat the shit out of the Broncos so bad. Um, but yeah, no, the, the anything can mess it up. Humidity, uh, heat, um, a broken fuse, a broken plug. Anything can happen with the pyro system. So blaming the WWE for broken pyro, uh, that's more on, yes, it's on the company, but it's also within the stadium. So they have to control it and regulate it too. So the, I, I learned that with the Taylor Swift concert. That was funny. Because they, right. they have to get permission yeah. to use certain pyros and then the the actual arena's technicians have to help install it too. So anything can happen. But yeah, no, Seth and the brood and gay. I'm sorry, Seth, why did Seth come out like dressed like a gay fucking Sergeant Pepper in the Lonely Hearts pirate band? Why um, has no one given this man a wardrobe uh makeover yet? A gear makeover? It's like Becky, you're back. Help your man out. Help help that, you help you out. Fuck that Makazi. Help the fucker out. <laughs> yeah, Makazi, yeah. Um, speaking of Seth and Edge, did you see what Jessica Carr did? The referee had to do during that match. What? When she had to sit there, when Seth dropped down on the Falcon Arrow, she went one, two, and Edge kicked out. She had to scoop her hand up without touching that mat, or Edge or Seth would have won the match. Because that's how close it literally, like I like to call them when that happens. I literally call it a millisecond second because it's like. She had her hand, and then he kicked out. She had to scoop her hand because technically he kicked out, like, at the very, very last, last second. second. Oh, can we say props to Jessica? Yeah. Can yeah. Say props to Jessica? It's like, this woman is a badass, and it's like, she must have had to take a red eye from Vegas to Florida for a takeover tonight and everything. So it's just like, props to girl. You go, girl. <laughs> I, I think that 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 shows trust and the ref to put her in such a large match like that one. So yeah, definitely props to Jessica. Um, Probably my second favorite referee. Sorry, Little Nate will always be my favorite. Could just because it's Little (laughs) Nate. Yeah. Jessica gets a little feisty sometimes in her matches as referees. Right? (laughs) She takes no shit. Exactly. It's like, going, like I was she, like, going, I was like yelling at the TV. I was like, going, y'all better listen to the woman. Y'all better listen to the she woman. a little feisty when she means it. She means it. <laughs> all right. So before we talk about the rest of the night and everything, all right, let's get let's get to the tail ending. So main event: Roman Reigns, John Cena, Universal Championship. John Cena seemed a little bit off his game. Uh, a lot of roll ups and stuff like that. Um, in the end, Roman retained. And then you hear the beast music, and I swear Paul Heyman looked like he was gonna pass out. <laughs> oh my god, Jolie, where are we going from here? Paul Heyman in a shark cage at Extreme Rules. Roman versus Brock for custody of Paul Heyman. Um, no, honestly, I have no fucking clue. Um. It was odd seeing Lesnar be a face. It honestly was him slapping people, it, it going up back, back up like you know when he left. He, yeah, when he left, um, poor Cena got his ass f five and suplexed. suplexed. And, <laughs> and, 
It's like, it's not a SummerSlam if, if Brock doesn't come out and suplex the fuck out of somebody. And this time, and once again, it was Cena. So, but, you know, props to Cena for getting up and thanking the crowd and, you know, doing what he does best. Yeah. But it whatever happens next is going to be kind of cool. And I kind of can't wait to see it because that pop was a damn good pop. Like that, like I said, you know, I think that was the one thing to kind of rival what happened on Friday night. If it was, if they did anything. If, yeah. if they did, that would have been what it was because, you know, they're both Paul Heyman guys. Yeah. And only one knows how to play ball with the WWE. And it's funny that it's Lesnar because, <laughs> because think about it. Everybody was saying that Lesnar was spotted with Tony Khan. He's going to sign. He's going to be all elite. And then there he goes shows up and it's like we've been talking about it it's like you know he's not going anywhere we stated this from moment one where somehow he went back on active roster like he's not going to aew we all called it yeah and um it was it was funny watching the the aew fanboys be all butthurt that he went back to wwe <laughs> well but it's a, you know, but it's a, oh i'm sorry oh, i'm sorry go ahead i was gonna say well you know they had a choice either punk or lesnar and I guess they went punk. Yeah. But it's funny. The the one thing I'm thinking about with all this, and I think my, my husband agreed with it. Lesnar's actually, Lesnar actually has to talk now. He has no mouthpiece. Unless I don't know where the hell they're going to get one from, but he has no mouthpiece. Zelina Vega. What? <laughs> think about it. Interesting. She's got one of the best mouths That's for talking. Just- that's on, for damn sure. On SmackDown. So she was great with Andrade, uh, Angel Garza, all of them. I think, you know, if he does need a mouthpiece, they got one of the best right there, especially when it comes to female managers, especially when it comes to any managers. She can rival Paul Heyman. So I could see that now. Big what old Brock Lesnar. <laughs> well, there, there was video of, but, but then again, you know, it kind of goes against with that, but there's a video of her standing between the two Usos. And it's like when somebody in, insults your size, your brothers come out to say something to them. So I was like, yeah, it was funny. She is four foot 10. Like she is, t- or four foot 11. She is tiny. Shit, that's shorter than me. Sheesh. All right, uh, Kayla though, but uh, where, are we, where are we going with Brock here? I... I'm going to jump back to predictions. I kind of just thought that was funny because I looked up my mom and I said, nobody in EDS sports wrestling believed me when I said the tribal chief was going to retain. Um, And she's like, well, how do you know? I said, I just know. It's just something tells me that he's going to retain. Even my mom was a little upset that I ended up being right at the end. But the fact that when Brock music's hit, I go, oh, shit. And then the fact that Paul Heyman is sitting there rubbing his eyes, trying to like, am I seeing this? Am I seeing this? And and then the fact the whole time, you didn't really hear Paul say anything except, oh my God, 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 oh my God. You know, it's just like, <laughs> and you know, and the fact, the one thing I do love about Brock Lesnar is yes, he can come to the ring. He can walk around that ring and just stare you down. And still scare the shit out of you. Enough said. No words are never said. And it's the fact that. 
when they got face to face in the ring and Rain stepped out, it was like, okay, you're scared, or you know, or and then some of the comments that I saw about Brock Lesnar, somebody had said that he looks like a Dean Ambrose on steroids. Um, but then you kind of go look back at it, he kind of does look like you know Dean Ambrose on steroids, but um, but, yeah, but is it the fact? You know, at one point I did say in our podcast a while back that I didn't want him to come back. But is it the fact just seeing him come back, laugh, interact with the fans, scare the shit out of Paul Heyman, um, scare Roman Reigns? And it's funny that Jolie had said something about the Shark Tank right before TakeOver. Someone had made a little match card that said custody over Paul Heyman and it had a shark tank where it was Brock Lesnar and Roman going after each other at Survivor Series so um that would be that would be great and then again it'd be then my mom goes I could actually see those two just looking up at the you know looking up at the tank going do you want them nah I don't need them all right (laughs) let's go get a beer you know and just leave Paul and be like guys guys but um no um kudos Mr. Head of the Table Tribal Chief, I will give you kudos to this match. You actually did not need Usos to help you win this match. Um, he's been doing that a lot lately, though. He's yeah, been- he's been doing that a lot lately, but I actually give him kudos. He did not rely on them. He actually won this match. But um, Brock Lesnar's back. He's coming for you, Roman. So in the famous words of one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, TikTok, motherfucker time's up and you mentioned survivor series so one thing i have said or have read and everything is if brock and roman hook up for the title before then we might actually get the long-awaited match after all of brock versus bobby Mm -hmm. if lashley can hold on to the title to survivor series so we'll definitely have to see how this plays out. Really, Casey, really? Sorry, oh. you could edit that out. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> um, j- just to go, somebody posted something, uh, a video of uh, Adam Cole's face, uh, his page where it was forty percent off, and um, his T-shirts like, oh, he's all elite now, dude. It's a fucking sale. Oh my god. <laughs> so so I re- I put um. I noticed how you didn't go to his other two shirts that were full price. Uh, but on to the Brock and uh, Brock and Roman and the Cena match. Uh, actually, I did not get to watch that because I uh, went to go eat dinner and then I'm addicted to playing a video game. Again, that helps me relax uh, called Skyrim. It's an old school game, Elder Scrolls, open world concept. So fuck, it's fucking great. Um, but Yes, I actually didn't watch the match, but I saw the return of Brock Lesnar. And I was kind of hoping that, you know, if he does lose at the next pay-per-view or the uh, pay-per-view in October, um, that we do get Lashley versus Lesnar at Survivor Series, and I would be okay with that. And if we have a triple threat, Lashley, Lesnar, Joe at Survivor Series, oh my God. So um, I'm actually kind of happy that Cena does what he does best, and that's put over talent. Yeah. Not that Roman needs it, but losing to Cena is like a passing of the torch. 
And I think once um, you get Roman versus Rock, you're going to have the full, full everything, you know, the complete passage of the torch mm-hmm. of, of um, to Roman. But it's just amazing how people hate him and love him. Or they'll love the Usos, but they hate Roman, which I find fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, watching their match against the Mysterios, um, them coming out, it was the, the fact that everybody was singing and to their theme and cheering them and not the Mysterios was very odd. Mm. So it, it's so weird that the Usos, but again, the Usos are a better tweener group just like New Day's a better face group. Um, so yeah, I'm just... I picked Cena because I wanted WWE to be petty, but I knew it was going to be Roman. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> but I just wanted to be like, you know what, I want fucking... I want I want WWE to be fucking petty towards Triple H because they didn't want him getting back in the ring and getting hurt or doing anything like that. Rick Flair. Rick yeah, Flair. sorry. sorry. Uh, it's been a long episode. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's go through some of the takeaways from the rest of SummerSlam and everything. Uh, we have new Raw Tag Team Champions. I kind of see the, saw that one coming after Monday. And that's going to be like one of the oddest pairings ever. Well, I, mean, so, uh, I don't know who's more odd, them two or uh, Team Hell No. That's um, to be determined. I'm actually kind of happy that AJ and Omos lost because Omos has been carrying AJ and I want him to beat the fuck out of him and join MVP in the Hurt Business. Ooh, that'd be a good one. All right. And so let's see. Speaking, what else? Of, we have- uh, speaking of RK Bro, I liked at the end where she was, um, was it Kayla? I think it was Kayla was interviewing them or whatever. One of the announcers, I can't think, and it says, how does it feel? And uh, he goes, Randy goes, they'll be afraid of the most destructive letters R, K, and uh, Riddle goes, bro. And Orton goes, oh no. <laughs> that was Mario Lopez, by the way. Yeah, it was Mario okay. Lopez. Okay, I couldn't think <laughs> I of who was Caleb. Was she I... normally? I forgot it was Mario. Forgive me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember right. who announced it. Yeah. All right. So we have new champs there. We have a new United States champion, Damian Priest. Thank God. My mom was happy as hell. You never seen her scream at the TV more than my life. I'm so happy <laughs> that he's repping Puerto Rico. Um, yes. Just be, I, and for a lot of it is like, while I'm not, I work for an entire family of Puerto Ricans. Some of the coolest people I've ever worked with. I love them to death. Okay. Um, so seeing them, like, because when I showed them, because they love Bad Bunny. They're, they go to bad. They're going to Bad Bunny's concert. I said, "You know, he wrestled, right?" And they said, "Holy shit!" And I showed them the match, and like my boss was like, "That's fucking awesome." <laughs> so um, I, I love the fact that Puerto Rico is getting the rep that it deserves. Um, Damien winning, yeah, I fucking tickle pink. And I love the fact that again, Sheamus doing what Sheamus does best and putting over talent. I mean, right. I know they're pretty much roughly close to the same age, but you know, Sheamus has been an amazing backstage guy for a long time he's triple h's handpicked guy for a while now so you couldn't ask for a better locker room guy and a better guy to put somebody over like damian priest so right oh and then the triple threat for the raw women's championship Woo! 
12 time, well, 12 time women's champion. What comes next? Draft, please. So we can shake up the competition or something, anything. Because it's like, I don't think people want to see Rhea and Charlotte again. Even though Rhea did not get, even though, even though Rhea, even though Rhea, sorry. Even though Rhea did not get pinned, so she would have a legit beef and everything, but oh, so let's, let's, let's like shake Look, shit up. I'm just happy my two faves are the champs, so I'm all I good. I know, I know. All right, Kayla, do you have any other takeaways or anything you want to say about SummerSlam? Other than I know I said it earlier for Becky, great seeing you as a champ, and it was definitely great to see Charlotte um, become champion again. Um, Congratulations, Queen. You got it back. You have got back on top. And now Charlotte two belts would actually be better than Becky two belts. I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> don't let don't let Steven hear you say that. He'll go he's a big Charlotte fan, so it's like he, he'll be behind that in a heartbeat. Well, I love both. I love Charlotte and Becky both. And just seeing them both on top again is absolutely amazing. If only I know one is hurt and Sasha, whatever she's doing. It would only be more amazing if it would happen that Sasha and Bailey got the tag team titles back and all four horsemen would be back on top. Yeah, don't hey. say that. Bailey's still out. <laughs> but I'm saying if she wasn't out, I kind of wish that would happen, but you don't know. Right. All right. Jolly? Happy. Uh, I actually enjoyed the show. The show is fucking phenomenal to me. Yes, I understand the ups and downs. I The best part was do drop announcing eva's loss <laughs> that was great that was fantastic that was the only that was the only reason i'm glad i was on the main show um i thought that was just you know like i said you know she's been constantly pushed down pushed down pushed down i told you she's gonna like fucking snap and i think she's getting close to beating the shit out of eva and um i kind of hope that if eva does go that um she goes to smackdown to create the stable that she wants with Zelina vega and um to possibly bring up Raquel Gonzalez as well as a stable. I think that would be interesting, even though I'm not a fan of Eva Marie. Um, uh, something else I want to touch on, drunk Nikki Bella. Shut the fuck up, dude. You're no longer relevant. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I yeah. get it. You're upset. You think that, you know, they buried somebody. Well, I'm sorry that pe- you got buried multiple times by multiple different people, and a lot of it was at the expense of your sex life. Um, but who was watching your kid? You know, Wait, Artem? Artem was Artem with her. was there. That was her brother. Oh. Oh, it looked like Artem. It yeah, no, like Artem. That, that was JJ, her brother. Oh, she got fucking sloppy drunk, and I thought that was just... That's always been the Bella Twins, even on the Tola Divas and Dota Bellas. Y'all so... are moms now. Stop getting sloppy drunk. I'm sorry. That's just fucked up, dude. I'm that. That's one of the things that bugs me. You know, you're famous, and you're getting sloppy drunk. You're setting a bad fucking... To, to people that that's just nah dude you don't fucking do that shit exactly um but again like i said uh see my previous rant about becky and bianca and um yeah but other than that the show was great i'm glad biggie got his his um briefcase back corbin won a hundred dollars in the slot machines or he stole a hundred dollars i don't know <laughs> um he was just running out of the casino with a hundred dollars so he could have just you know pickpocketed somebody uh drew winning i really hope that puts that to bed but i doubt it um but overall i enjoyed SummerSlam despite the toxicity of the internet wrestling community speaking of toxicity let's touch on friday night real quick 
when a certain return broke the fucking internet and broke pro wrestling tees. I'm glad he's back. It is a good thing for pro wrestling. People are going fucking overboard. Like he's saving wrestling. No, not the case. Jolie, you want to add anything? CM Punk was quote unquote promised multiple things. Did he have those promises in writing? Because if not, they're not contractual. It'll be binding. We all get promised shit by our bosses. Hell, Kayla was promised first first uh, shift for a long time, but they keep fucking her over. I'm pretty sure you were promised multiple things and you got fucked over too. Steve probably got multiple things. He's been fucked over. I've been fucked over. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The thing with the whole staff infection, yes. Once we found out about that, we called out the WWE on their shit. And you know what? They've gotten better about their shit since then. Look with Keith Lee. They made sure he was fucking 100% healthy before he came back. Right. So, you know, they learned from their mistakes. They fucked up. They got better doctors. CM Punk does nothing for me. Never really been a fan of his. Never was really a fan of his. Now, if it was AJ Lee, that's something different. That's something special. That's something that would make me actually tune into AEW. AJ Lee. Because... She is a better wrestler than her husband. He's not even the best in the fucking world. I'm sorry. Nah. I mean, there's a guy named Okada out there, for Christ's sake. There's a guy out there named Andrade. That's ten times better. Fuck, there's a man named Malachi fucking Black that is better than Punk. Mm-hmm. And the the one thing that I saw today that really pissed me off. Well, Punk said Britt Baker's name putting her over. Becky just killed Bianca motherfuckers listen up of course he's gonna put over the women's champion because he knows what women's wrestling means especially to his wife he's not gonna fuck over women's wrestling if it was neither rose holding the championship probably he'd probably say the same thing and brit's really not that good i'm sorry thunder rosa is 10 times fucking better I don't get the obsession with Britt Baker. I really don't. But I digress. Punk, you got your ice cream bars. You broke a website. Whatever. How long before you take your ball and go home? Again, you're going after Darby Allen. Are you going after his title too? Wait, oh, he's not champion. He don't have anymore. a title. Oh, he doesn't have a champion anymore? No, yeah. Miro has that. He lost it to Miro. Somebody said he had a title, so I was confused. Yeah, now nah, he yeah. lost to Miro. You know, he lost. Okay, so he lost to Miro. But I'll tell you this right now. I swear to fucking God, if he got put in a match with Kenny Omega, hit the go to sleep and pinned him in under 30 seconds, people would be sucking his dick faster than a hot dog eating contest. Right. So <sighs> double standard, shut the fuck up. I'm so sick of it. But yeah, you know, I know you two are happy about punk. Me getting attacked, me being told that I'm negative because I people were asking for opinions and I gave it. Well, you're heartless. You're being toxic. You're being degrading towards fans. Fuck them. You asked an opinion. Right. And the funny Mm -hmm. thing was like now today, like I've seen a lot more people saying punk isn't that special. He just brings a different type of fans. And um, funny, funny thing about him saying that he has no beef with people in AEW that's not true 
he still has a big beef with Cole Cabana. Yep. So. Yeah, so I was like, during his speech on Friday and everything, he does, he said he does have, have some scores to settle in the back, so. Kayla? Um, I'll make it short and sweet. It was actually, actually kind of nice to see him back into the actual wrestling ring, not the, um, the squared circle, not the circle circle that he got his ass beat in UFC. Um, but it was actually nice to see him back in um, squared circle. And I did see something online that had someone had asked him, could we possibly, could we possibly see AJ following you behind? And his reply was more than likely at this time. No, because she's up with her book, her intern, um, you know, her business and everything that she's doing. And then he just made a slide comment saying she's never more than two skips behind me. So I don't know what, you know, but truthfully, um, I would love to see her go over there. Um, so I do have a couple dream matches. I would love to see. I would definitely love to see her kick Brick Baker's ass. I would definitely love to see her go up against my um, all-time favorite AEW wrestler over there on the female side. Um, I'd be torn, but um, Chris Stratlander. But with that being told, it was kind of nice to see him back. So when Mike's, you know, ecstatic, you know, screaming out loud like everyone else did, man, I kind of did scream at work. People thought I was crazy. Um, but and that moment from any other day. <laughs> no, I didn't punch any glass walls this time. <laughs> no, um, but no, um, I'll get into that another time but no it was the fact you know that's the greatest thing about social media when you have it like triggered on your phone because you have to have it for the website and podcast and all this stuff and you go you got to go over there and check it without you know getting caught but i above all if i actually just will say one closing thing cm punk coming back becky lynch and brock lesnar on a scale to one to five and i'm going to number him the way the biggest pop ever was probably Becky, Brock, then Punk with the fans, is my opinion. Could be different. But um, we'll see what wrestling is in store for us for the future. Yeah, it's definitely a good time to be a wrestling fan if the wrestling fans would just shut the fuck up and enjoy and stop fighting with each other online. That'd be fantastic. But we'll see. Ay, ay, ay. This is a long-ass episode. And happy anniversary to Sasha and Bailey on your NXT TakeOver match. And congrats to the Irene brothers. Wrestle, I was at WrestleRave, uh, their first event last night, and it was hot as hell in there, but it went off. Um, and it was great, and they definitely kicked things off right. All right. That's all we have for this episode of the Queen's TakeOver. Thank you so much for joining us. Tune in next time as the takeover continues. And next week, big draft episode. More to come. Y'all be going.